So we're in Elderborough. I don't know the names of these towns. Um, uh, Jake is in or excuse me, Guy is in jail. We call him Jake in the in the bedroom. Whoa. It's fine. <laughs> Guy is in jail. Uh, we're trying to stay out of jail while getting information on the next tower. You know, if it wasn't for all the the um, government, this place would probably be real pretty. Nice. <laughs> Short, sweet, to the point. Yep. I mean, we didn't do much. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, you did, you did some stuff yeah, there. So got, uh, yeah, I'm talking about like we 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 did a lot, but when you break it down to like bullet points, it was like uh. one thing. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so you had paid the cartographers to deliver the maps to the simple red. Um, they said the, the the gnome would have told you that yeah, they'll get them to you by uh, by dinner time because they need to get so they need to get, basically they need to copy over um, some maps to get to get them all detailed for you. Yeah. Um, so they're going to work on that. Uh, when you get back to the simple red, you has you has a letter. From uh, you have a letter at the front desk waiting for you. Uh, Theo opens the letter. Who's going to be writing us a letter? It's probably Guy. I actually think <laughs> I think it would be really hilarious. I, um, that'd be funny. Maybe in post figure it out. Um, have you guys do like your best uh, your best guy impression as you read the letter? <laughs> he just hands the, the letter to Augred. I can't read his fancy handwriting. <laughs> this is the letter. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, the voice in Dort's head as he reads it sounds something like this Dearest Dor- Theodore and Dork, I am in good enough help- health and seem to be mostly cleared of charges. I seem to simply need to finish my studies and quickly graduate from the Citadel, a.k.a. the Mage School. I have no idea how long it will take, but I'll do my utmost of effort to get the job done in record time, my dear friends. While there, I will attempt to also glean any... Shit, I lost my space. Information I can in the library about... The spire and or the cult and its leaders. At some point in the near future, we will also have to take a stroll over to my old homestead, and I don't know this word. What? What's it say? Asser <laughs> Asuge. Uh, legitimately, what is that? <laughs> As as you age, I don't know what, I don't he was know what that go is. For that one, but uh, basically address the concerns of my mother and for myself to drop off some funds. Best regards, Giverson Fields. Why can't he write normal? <laughs> He's. Oh no, he's quirky, I guess. I don't know. Looks at the bartender. 
Where is the citadel? <laughs> I'm assuming this uh, note so was read out loud. <laughs> yes, yes, I read it in, <clears throat> and then read it in Guy's voice to <laughs> Theo. Read it, read it in Guy's in the impersonation of Guy. Yes. <laughs> um. So the citadel is um is on an island. In uh, Elvaran Leland Lake, it's uh, not accessible to anyone who's not a student or part of the military that's in support of the Citadel. Cool. Yes, uh, it's the next town, though, right? If I remember my maps right, it would be the next city. It's uh, off to the south and west of the city. Okay. Well, we gotta head that way anyway. I don't, I don't think it'd be wise to wait for him if he's going there. What, do do we know where his his home his homestead was? Hundred percent. You know, it's somewhere in Nordica. <laughs> well, that's that's great. You know, I know you live somewhere in the United States. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's all you've known because he hasn't actually really talked about it. Um, you know, it's like in the inside in the kind of uh, like the pine foresty type uh, terrain, but that's also probably three quarters of Nordica is pine forest. So, yeah, for real, awesome. Uh, hmm. So let's see. Get our maps. We should probably send him a letter telling him we will meet him in the next town. Uh, we will send him a letter as to where we are when we get there. Since he's going to be at school, because he's a nerd. Say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> just wait till I have the bartenders. <laughs> Bartender just kind of glares at you a little bit at the. The third line. Do you happen to know where a lot of hobbits and uh, <clears throat> halflings live? <laughs> there's, the, there's the dwarf racism again. <laughs> <laughs> there's that Freudian slip. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, kind of all over, off the roads. I mean, they're not really in the cities. Well, see. We know our friend lived on a farm. Uh, I know that's not very... You know what? This is probably a futile effort. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that... I don't think the, uh... Tavern owner or tavern... Bartender? Tavern? Is there a tavern run by Hathens here in oh, town? Oh, God. There's... Not in this town, There's no. two taverns. That's true. There is just one. Yeah, I knew that. The other one could have been halflings. I don't know. Um, you knew there was two taverns near the center of the city. That's why you picked one of them. Uh, so you probably don't know them, the fields, because his. I mean, the name was said out loud. So um, never heard of him. Just figured. Is this still the uh, the Osamir? 
Probably because it would still be it would be super late in the. Day. I don't think it was even lunchtime yet. <laughs> yeah. uh, mm. We gotta head to the next town. Do you want to go ahead and make our way now, or do you want to? We need to send send a letter back to Guy telling him we're going to be in the next town. Is there a return address on the letter? There would not be. We know where he's at. It's not like we don't know where he's at. We can just say, hey, could you deliver this letter to Guyverson Fields at the Inquisitor's office? (laughs) Or we could just send it to the school because he knows he's going to be, we know he's going to be there. This is, this is true. Is there a post office here? Wait, Mark. How? Mm, hang on. How far away? How close to the Inquisitor's office can we get? Um, I mean, you can see all the way to the main center of the government there, but I need you, to know in feet. In feet. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's say. Let's say the door you saw Guy enter is about 200 feet away. Well, that's not a good answer. Because I needed <laughs> it to be less than 120 feet to message him. Um. <laughs> and you also know that he entered that door, but the complex is very okay, large. So, so he could be yeah, in any never, part of these yeah, buildings. Yeah, that's, that's not going to work then. Okay. okay. So he's going <clears throat> back to school to finish his studies. Honestly, as long as it keeps him out of trouble, he just needs to finish it. I don't want to deal with yeah, an execution. Might make it where he doesn't die as easy. Also, he is he, that's not so. That's not because, but he doesn't keep going down and getting unconscious in battle because he's not apt at battle. He just doesn't want to fight. <laughs> Maybe they'll teach him how to fight proper. Not that a cleric knows how to fight. Says the one who went down with scorpions. And- <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you were ambushed, so yeah, but still, he does well enough when he is actually far enough away from the enemy. Has he killed anyone? That's not something to brag about. <laughs> I think the bartender's raises an eyebrow. Are you going to purchase anything, or are uh, you going to quit using up space at the bar? Oh, um, <laughs> hands. Uh, hands five silver over to the bartender. Thanks for keeping our letter. Um, we'll take puts another gold there. We'll take I don't know some cheap lunch meals. Whatever you suggest. Very well. You also don't tell an inquisitor no. No to what? They'll take the they'll take the money and head to the backside of the. Bark on her to go make up something. The Inquisitor, no. Were we asked to do something? <laughs> no, the letter was brought from the Inquisitor's oh, office. Okay, that's fair. Um, also, by the way, um, a detail that I had shared with Jake. The, um, the letter... The letter had a uh, wax seal that you would have seen when you opened it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It has the Inquisitorial Seal, which is a golden wax that has a quill and sword crossed as the insignia. That's pretty wicked. I like that. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Like I said, if these guys weren't such assholes about like everything being against the law, this would probably be a nice place to live. Which is my <laughs> the pen, the, the quill, or the sword? In a bureaucracy-based government, the pen, one hundred percent. It's actually kind of a metaphor in and of itself because <laughs> they do. They also they have the power of the quill, but if they ever goes to war, they also have the power of the sword. Hmm. Um, so they're they're holding this as big as others upstairs right now. Or... Yeah, so you probably would have got it for a couple nights. Yeah, we rented it for two nights because we didn't know how long it was going to take with yeah, guy, and we sure. had to do recon. Thinking about going up there and working on a project while they lunch or something. Is it okay if I do that? So. You can do whatever you want to do. So, uh, Dork would like to go up to the room so he can be alone for a moment or two by himself. That came out really well. I'm just gonna drink my drink and eat my food. Waiting for the, um... Could probably do some... If they don't object to it, do some weapon maintenance over in the corner, like, where there's nobody at. Probably just like sh- shine up his sword or maybe repair some cracks in his shield or something. Just some yeah, little shit. They, they, would, they would grumble, but they're just kind of like, whatever, there's nobody in here. As long as you're paying, I don't care. Yeah. He's just trying to spend some time. He doesn't. Have, I mean, he doesn't have any books to read, so. He can't. He doesn't want to go out and get in trouble. Just wait for that cartographer guy to show up with his maps. <laughs> yeah. So you're sitting there, just kind of cleaning up your sword. The uh, the SMR would come out with uh, basically it's like a plate of like cold cuts Ooh. with some veggie on the side. Kind of pop it down on the table and but it has the two plates and says. Huh? Seems your friend left you. Uh, he was went up to the room to do something by himself. I don't know. I didn't ask questions. <laughs> As I didn't ask for the story, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of giggles a little bit at this chick's attitude. <laughs> she needs some of that good old clerical love. <laughs> That's some alone time with your deity of choice. <laughs> sure. That makes it even worse. <laughs> uh, at some point while you're kind of, you know, sitting there working and eating your lunch there, um, the other bartender will show up and uh, they'll both be kind of at the bar for a little bit. A couple other customers show up to, you know, get food or whatever. It's a pretty, pretty lazy day and it takes a little bit after the lunchtime um, sort of rush that the Asmar will go uh, back into where the teeth the team came out of. Kind of like they went back to their their rooms in the tavern or whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, if you're just going to sit there and wait, um, it wouldn't be till dinner time, so you'll be sitting there for a while. So if you're going to do anything else, uh, I guess in your meantime, do you have anything else you want to do? Uh, let's see, I don't have any scrap or anything on me to craft with. Hold on, let me look at my stuff. Yep, yep. I think I mean if there's I mean there's not really much I can do I'm just going to chill out Yes, he's, he's specifically waiting on something every now and then he'll order a drink just so he's not like just sitting here <laughs> yeah okay so then um We'll go to uh, Doric's me time. So, do you want headphones off, or no, you fine as is? He can. Okay. Um, yeah, he can be. He can. He can listen. That's fine. It's, it's nothing. I just feel like Doric would want to be alone to do this. Um, God, crazy, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so, Doric goes up to the room. Picture myself sit, sitting down. I pull out the bag that we got from the cultist uh, that uh, that Theo, mm, let's say, cut in twain, shall we? Um, literally and, just cut his head off. Oh, you cut his head off? I thought you cut it. <laughs> yeah, half. no, I just oh. literally just cut his head off. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so <clears throat> inside it, he pulls out that bag that that deranged cultist gave us and, and pulls the head that was in there that that he had decapitated off and it's it's probably mildly decaying at this point because it's been a day or two since that uh what like three four days give or take maybe um yeah it's been a couple days so dog will take it set it on the you know sit down on the ground basically like crisscross applesauce and set the head in front of it and have it it's looking at him he kind of talks to himself and breathes deeply. And goes, ah, I've never done this before. But let's let's see if we can get this to work. And so he casts a spell that he's never cast before. A spell that involves some necro- necromancy on it. Uh, the spell is, uh, what is that? Flints? Is that how you say it? Fleece? Is it Flint's? Yeah. Uh, and with that, with the touch, uh, you strip the flesh, muscle, and, ter- and internal organs off of your target, leaving only bare bones. Uh, the effect depends on whether the target is living creature, undead, uh, etc. Uh, this is obviously a dead creature. Uh, and so for an inanimate corpse, it says, the flesh, muscle, viscera, and organs are stripped away from the corpse and vanish, leaving only bare bones behind. So, in my mind, as he does this, you know, if there's any candles, any light in the room, it dims slightly as he casts this spell, and and it just kind of melts away till there's nothing left but that skull and just a slacked jaw off kilter jaw on the on that skull. Um, as he looks at it and everything, does that work for you, do you? 
I mean, I sure. rolled for it. It was a 14, but I mean, I, I'm kind of like it's in, you know, it's inanimate, so I figure I can't really screw it up too bad. Yeah, I would say, like, I mean, I would have put it, yeah, the DC would have been plenty past, okay. so. And so, with that, Dork will then would love to attempt a crafting of the skull. And now that it is stripped of everything and just bone. Uh, so I would like to turn it into a cup. <laughs> sure. Uh, so roll for crafting. Yes, please. And be nice to me, bot. Fifteen. I think you know his skull is relatively bowl shaped, so it's. I'd say it's pretty easy to kind of make a skull into you know cup or a bowl pretty easily without doing anything too fancy. Outstanding. That is what I love to do. Um, <laughs> so now I have a skull cup. Yay. Um, and so I will just store that in my bag and throw the bag that had the skull or well, decomposing head in it just throw that away, um, but keep the masks that were in there, because I think there was a broken mask and a, and a whole mask in there. Um, on it. Uh, and so, after doing this, you know, he probably feels different. It's, it's the first time he's ever cast anything that was that is from the... Uh, 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 ne- <laughs> I cannot say this word. Necromancy. Necromancy. It's the first time he's ever really done a spell like that. Uh, 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 and so you know, he kind of settles himself, gets everything back together, and goes, okay. Comes back down and, and, and to see Theo and munch some food and drink and wait for the maps to arrive. So, uh, let's see. You wanted to do something. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Ba-ba-ba-bum. Yeah. <laughs> Scroll back into the stuff he said here. So, um, when he goes to get up, give me a, uh, let's go with a will save. Okay. <laughs> okay. 27. <laughs> Uh, that is my best uh, category. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, okay. You feel you you felt some you kind of feel you kind of felt something uh, when you uh, when you were all done and you got up, almost as if it was like a um, almost as if there was like a presence. But you kind of, you know, as you get up, you kind of shake, shake your head, and it just the, the feeling goes kinda away. Kind of like there was somebody standing behind me, kind of thing. Like more, more like you were. Um, you know, how you, if you've ever kind of like um, you ever had that feeling where there's somebody you know when you turn, they're not there. That kind of feeling. Gotcha. 
don't like that. Hmm? <laughs> What'd you say? I said, don't like that. You're being watched. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's watching me. Nope, there. <clears throat> All right, so then you head down to uh, share some lunch. Did I miss anything? Have the maps arrived yet? Uh, not yet. So I think I think you would get down. You'd head back down to the tavern. Excuse me. You head back down to the tavern. Um, right, right before that sort of shift change moment for the lunch, or where they're both out for lunch. Mm-hmm. So you see both of the bartenders out working to help, you know, customers coming in, getting food, whatever. And then you'll see the uh, the estimator kind of leave after a little while, um, and you have your your food slightly uh, slightly soggy vegetable at this stage because it would have been sitting there. It's a cold cut sandwich, so it's not really going to be yeah, too I, different sitting yeah. there. As long as it's got just the right amount. Of Mayonnaise is. Is it the one that's like really easy? I mean, it's eggs. Uh, eggs and oil. Six. Yeah. I think I could probably have mayonnaise. That scared me. Discord. Why? <laughs> I didn't put myself on Do Not Disturb. So I had a very loud noise go off in my ears. <laughs> Alright. So you head down to have your lunch. Um, that's a, like, like you said, around, just about dinner time. Um, a courier shows up uh, with a, uh, like a large uh, tube. And they say they're looking f- uh, looking for a Doric or Theo. Right. Theo raises his hand over in the corner. So I'll go over and hand you this uh, scroll case. And thank you, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. And he'll turn to leave. Catching the copper is a tip for bringing delivering it. Oh, that's like. Giving a waiter a dollar. Oof. <laughs> Fine. Three dollars. <laughs> Listen, oh, money man. bags. A- <laughs> Not all of us. Giving a giving a waiter a dollar. I mean, it could be the mysterious um, half piece, like the. Although Pathfinder doesn't have that weird ass fucking. Oh, are you talking about uh, what? What was that? Something with a Q, isn't it? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Whatever. Sorry, all I had in my brain was you know you give him a silver and it's the the scene from Euro Trip where he slaps the guy and says this I have my own hotel. <laughs> 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 And 
that popped in my head for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> man, right. So you're able. So it goes over the map real quick. You got between and uh, looks at it. A basically compares the regular map or the road map to the uh, um, cultists' areas from here to the next town. If we could stay on the road without having to deal with any of them. So the map was the cultist areas outside Nordica because anytime there is any um, enclaves inside Nordica, they very quickly get squashed down. Okay. Um, so you'd get a couple sort of dots over by the over by White Lake, um, kind of off on the far side of White Lake. There's a couple dots that are on the map. Um, there's a couple dots north on north of Snow Lake, which you know the spire is north of Snow Lake, so you're probably going to run into them when you get up that far north. And there's a couple off to the west as well. Over in the woods. Yeah, over in the woods. Okay. <clears throat> uh, you'll notice there's a big, so there's a couple, there's, there's a couple like down in the southern parts of the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you'll notice there's a big gap in the northern part of the woods. Must be the where there's no dots. Elven territories. That would make sense. You've been told they're fierce fighters up here. Wasn't there someone that warned us to stay away from them? Everyone has warned us to stay away from them. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <coughs> All right. <clears throat> Say we wrap up here tonight and head out first thing in the morning because I do not want to travel in the cold and dark. One or the other is fine, but not both. As somebody from a cold and dark state, I can agree with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you guys can. Uh... Uh, Head up for the night. What is the name of the next town? I'm pretty sure he's been told it several times, and it probably says so on the map. Uh, Star Starkhold is the the capital of Nordica. That's the next closest. Okay, so that's we're over there at Leland. Okay. Yeah, the the Leland Leland's off to the side of Starkhold, and Starkhold um, on the map is uh, the, on the map. It's absolutely huge. Okay. So is it like that whole village plus the castle look at thing, or yes? Okay, so all of that is Starkhold. Yes. A big ass town. Um, you'll actually see the way the map kind of lays it out is it it actually is like two separate areas on the map, but they're all labeled as Starkhold. Okay. All right. Uh, we head out. He's going to talk to the bartender since this is the nice bartender. We head out in the morning to Starkhold. Our friend has been taken to the Citadel to finish his studies. Um, anything we should know about Starkhold before we get there as outsiders? Uh, the bartender. Well, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing he wasn't killed by the Inquisitors. 
As for Starkhold, um, the city itself is not too much different than um, Elderboro. Uh, it's a little bit more, a little bit more separated from the uh, from the the Temple of Ordos uh, for the city itself. But otherwise, it's a pretty it's a pretty nice little place. I haven't been there. I've only been there once myself, and they're generally welcoming to outsiders. Um, you actually might see some of the neighboring countries' uh, embassies are located up in Starkhold as well. Okay. Um, I will say your dwarf friend, however, will definitely want to watch his tongue. Dwarf just kind of raises his head. <laughs> I feel like this is a recurring thing. <laughs> It's well the the uh, the the so-called dwarven war for independence was started by the dwarven prince making a mockery of the former lord of uh, Starkhold. Uh, no, luckily I'm, I'm not from around here. What was the name of that dwarven prince? Uh, I have to look up the name real fast because I do have it. He's actually one of my characters that I've played before because I felt like it'd be fun to tie him in. My friend here is a southern dwarf. Apparently, I'm from the bayou. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know it. (laughs) A bayou dwarf. (laughs) I feel like he should sound a lot more like Foghorn Leghorn now for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. <laughs> oh jeez. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, that'd be That would have been Daenerys was the name of the prince. Uh let the stories say that he uh compared the he called the prince's uh horse the prince's name. I mean that depending sounds- on the horse that's a compliment. No. Uh, the king didn't see it that way. That's not really how that works with royalty. <laughs> Sounds like he needs to get a stick out of his I think well, I'm beginning to see for... why you said I should watch my talk. <laughs> he, he's, I mean, he's been dead for about 800 years, give or take, so. That's fair. But that was the uh, catalyst that started the war, which. Uh, Long, long story short, uh, the dwarves uprising killed the king, then the Ordosi took over the leadership of the country, and uh, then there was a war with the dwarves and the Ordosi, so that's why the dwarves are no longer part of Nordica. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's a really long series of unfortunate events. Uh, at least I write a book series about it. Would you read that? Definitely. <laughs> you had me read Guy's Note. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I can't I can't channel his pompous energy as much as you can. <laughs> nice. Can't channel his pomp. I like it. 
Alright. I am probably going to be turning in for the night. I'm just sitting here long enough. My butt's sore from the chair. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, actually, I would like to go check on Coco before I go to bed, just to make sure she's doing okay. I know that we've okay. paid for it and stuff, but we got a bond with the horse. We don't have to act it out or. I figured. I figured we had already like that was like something we did in the background. Oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, I will say uh, your horses. Um... For kind of the cold of the air, the the stable itself is actually surprisingly like a comfortable temperature, and they seem to be uh, enjoying the relaxation. That's what I'll give you for your horses. Nice. Alright, so you're going to start out the next morning. Yep. Grab your horses, get your food or whatever you're going to do, and then head off on the road. Are you going to travel with a group or just travel solo? Um, if there's a group of people heading that way, we'll probably travel with them because it's safety in numbers. Yeah, so you'll kind of find that um, there's not really any merchants looking to hire on guards, but there are like, you know... People traveling between cities, you yeah. know, couriers and stuff like that. I wasn't expecting to find any merchants or anything like that. It was just, if there's a group of people there to trap, we're traveling together. It's it's easier yeah. to not get attacked with a group of people, yeah. even if you're not talking yeah. to each other. Just having other people's presence. Sorry, I want to write this down before I forget. Pretty good practice. Because mm. uh, you interrupted somebody that I think is a really fun theme of the week, so we're going to go with it. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. Alright, so uh, yeah, you just kind of travel. You find a group that's traveling, um, and you'll see the others. There's. there's kind of a different there's a variety of different people there you know primarily it seems the people who are leaving the city like heading out into the the communities around the cities are primarily like your halflings and the occasional gnome there are others but the majority of them happen to be of those two groups Uh, a couple humans do kind of go off to farms and stuff around the areas as you're traveling up and down the road there's a couple little dotted towns and villages um Everything as you're walking on this road. This road is probably by far the best repair uh, road you've seen in your travels. Now I understand why um, he was always talking about their taxes being so high. This road is uh, impeccable. Well, proper infrastructure takes coinage, so... Um, you also, as you're traveling, you'll see... This road, it, re- it not only does it, um, as my fellow civil engineers will get a kick out of it, get a little giggle out of this, not only does it follow the, uh, it respects the topography, but it also is made in ways to kind of showcase some of the natural beauty of um, Nordica. Hmm. So if there's a there's like a, a little waterfall area where a stream crosses over the road, the road will be up on a bridge and the, you'll have a nice view of that sort of waterfall spot. If there's hills that overlook, you know, 
different forest sites and stuff. It's like the roads all tend to feature these views as you're moving. What what is the the weather like at this time? Like, are we already starting to get like wintry snowfall, or is it just this is like the north and it's colder than it is elsewhere? Um, I wouldn't really say snowfall. It's um, it's that sort. It's that cold. It's that cold wind and the occasional like mist oh. as you're traveling. Is it misty enough for me to be considered wet? <laughs> because that matters with my cloak. Well, I, I was going to make a really unfortunate joke, but I'm going to refrain. Re- re- <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say there's definitely moments because uh, when you're traveling for a, it's basically it's like a two day journey, so there's definitely a couple moments where it's uh, uncomfortably uh, damp. That is unfortunate. Yep. This is uh, <clears throat> well, this kind of weather doesn't bother me because I'm used to being in the mountains where it's raining a lot of the time we don't get I mean we do get rain in the mire but we don't get much of the coldness uh, that you see here this, this breeze is not like the breeze that comes off of the ocean yeah cause if you were getting cold uh, cold breezes in the mire you start getting into like you know yeah. the death fog yeah. <laughs> oh you wouldn't be able to freeze to death because yeah. <laughs> the air would be thick and hard. Oh wow! Jeez. <laughs> really? God, y'all! I, I promise. I promise. This is not on purpose. It's not a bit. This is just me naturally. And oh my god, how am I not constantly in HR's office? God. I just, I just need to change my profile picture to that. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so like I said, so that's a two-day journey. Uh, the road is uneventful, uh, just beautiful, cold, kind of wet. Um, definitely not fun. Uh, and you do end up coming up to the uh, the outskirts of Sarkhold. Now the outs, outs bleh, the outskirts of Starkhold, um, wrapping around the city itself is um, fields of fields, uh, different crops. Yes, like fields of fields, uh, like fields of his family. Yeah. No, uh, fields of crops and or dreams. If you nah. are into that, there's not a baseball field out there. Don't lie to me. <laughs> there could be. Who knows? Maybe the Ordos. Maybe the Ordos. You like baseball? Yeah, I doubt oh that. Oh my god! It's definitely a rules-based game, so I can see why they might like it. I guess that they like cricket. First like of all, Padres. <laughs> but um, so there is. So it's it's a very large like city that's surrounded by these farm fields, and there's like little dots of like. Uh, Clusters of buildings, maybe like little, maybe where all the farmers kind of live and stuff around the city, the city proper. And there's just a very large city, a very large walled city. And then 
behind it on a bluff is an absolutely obscenely large structure. What a, what kind of uh, architecture uh, are we talking about with that large uh, bluff building? It would be very similar to um, a lot of the <clears throat> a lot of the sort of um, I'm trying to think I don't remember what the architectural style is actually called, but the sort of like the the large churches and stuff Gothic? you would see. In, it's not Gothic. It's, the Nordic countries don't really have Gothic architecture. Is it more like Greco-Roman with large columns or? No, because it's um, it's mostly like sharp edges. Okay. It's not really columns because those attract mess like and snow. Renaissance type architecture. No, so um, is that ornate? <laughs> no, uh, so I'm kind of I'm kind of looking at, but basically, so a lot of the stuff is like a lot of straight, a lot of straight sort of edges, a lot of slopes in this architecture itself. So they're taking the weather into account with this was built also. Yes. Um, there's not... I mean, from this distance, you couldn't be able to see it, but if you were to get closer, there's not like there, there's not like the uh, really intricate architectural like details and flair in the structures themselves mm -hmm. because those would uh, create pockets for moisture. So everything is... Everything is uh, incredibly practical and functional, but also uh, the way they do it is def is very beautiful to look at because it's not. Would I be able to tell at this distance if this was made like by the dwarves prior to the rebellion that we kind of learned about, or if it's something newer, or, like? In so there's definitely. Uh, so give me. I think what's a good role for that? I know that's kind of a sticky question. Victorian? Yeah, my brain says... No, that's English. It's... I mean, if you look up Scandinavian architecture, I mean, there's a shit ton of examples. Oh. Okay. I'll pick out a couple nice gotcha. ones. Gotcha. Um... Yeah, I would say probably the crafting is the best role for that. Works for me. That's fine with crafting. And we roll mediocre. 15. What are we That's not really mediocre, mediocre but yeah. 15. What are we looking for? Um, so you can definitely tell there are there are definite um, dwarven like efforts into this structure. Um, because few outside the dwarven builders would know how to make stone hold up structures that large like the actual this actual structure itself is almost the size of the city it's in front of like it's behind of behind yeah gotcha. so this structure is like a city in and of <coughs> it's been there for a while man. yes but it, it does it does it look worn or still like in good condition uh, there's, I mean, there's, there's always going to be marks sure. of it being worn down, but it also is maintained. Okay. All right. It's a, it's a big building. I wonder if somebody's compensating for something. 
Every dwarf everywhere. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. Are you judging me by my beard, like <laughs> sir? <laughs> as soon as it's about dwarves, he turns his, he turns around to be a completely different tone. <laughs> All right, so let's find uh, in. I would not go to a CD in this time <laughs> and get ourselves a room. I'm going to assume Guyverson has made his way to the Citadel at this point, and we can send him a letter. Is the Citadel here? Was the, Cit- the Citadel was in Starkhold? Or is it it's further? It's close north? to Starkhold. It's at Leland Lake. The Citadel is in the, is in the lake next to Starkhold. Wait, like in the lake? Like there's an island? Yes. There's an island in the lake where the Citadel is located. I missed that. So he's talked about it like three times now. <laughs> <laughs> can we see the Citadel from where we are? Uh, no, you okay. can't. Alright. Let's find... I just kept taking it as like it was next to Lee, not like physically, literally, I guess. Well, they need a way to isolate, so... Uh, so, the cartographer guy, he gave us a map of Nordica, nothing north, right? He told us to talk to somebody. He, was it in Starkhold or the next town? Uh, he gave you the, the next the next city's um, cartographer's guild, actually. Okay. So, we are good on maps until we reach the next city, which Theo wouldn't remember the name... My brain has been through a lot today, so I can't remember shit today. <laughs> uh, that would be that's the city of Snowport. Snowport. Uh, we don't have to do any more mapping until Snowport. Um, so long as we don't get arrested, we can, I guess, explore the city to our heart's content until Diverson is back. I don't know how long it'll be till we get it back. What if it takes him like a month? Uh, I may go investigate the local Masons Guild and see how their crafting is holding up compared to the Stone Teeth. Um, are there any that you know? Obviously, they are more going to be more Ordos focused. But uh, much like the previous town, we've seen other gods uh, apparent. Do we happen to see uh, Eros represented anywhere as we travel through here? <coughs> um, so Ordos... Do not believe would be featured in this city very much. I don't think what about so the sisters? Outside of just the fact that they're both newer, like in the newer pantheon. We pull up. Uh, the sisters are not a huge part part of uh, this country. 
I would. The, the 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 weird edgy people that uh, you're looking for are in Abrea. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> he's not. I mean, they're the they're the guardians of life and death. It's not like he's it's, he doesn't worship them. He just it's it's a mercenary thing because most mercenaries will uh, uh, dedicate their kills or something to the to the god of death and. I mean, there's multiple gods of death, but um, it it also is, you know. But she's the bad. This is, bitch. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like the, you know the the kid in high school who's trying to be edgy and say that you know they're this edgy goth, and you're like, oh, I'm totally goth, and I worship the god of death. It's like, okay, okay, Charles. <laughs> the name choice got me. I feel <laughs> the name got me. <laughs> I just feel like as the kind of shit Theo has gone through, the only two gods that even make any sense to him are luck gods and the sisters. <laughs> it's like they're the only ones that like apparently have been looking out for him. <laughs> mm. You don't survive the shit he has survived without some kind of ridiculous amount of luck on your side. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fair enough. <laughs> I, I had a thought. Yeah. Time moves different in the tavern. Yes. Yeah. Does it always move slower, though? That. So I have no idea. It's magic. You're asking someone who knows nothing about magic about magic. A valid point. You may want to talk to some of the faithless. You mean some of the uh, agents? Yes, that's what I mean. The agents aren't yeah. faithless. Yeah, no, are. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to talk to myself till I figure this out. <laughs> Sometimes it's all you need, so I get it. <laughs> uh, we gotta find a tavern first. This yes. is gonna look for one that's not shady, but not like the high-end tavern. Just kind of like the Sinful Red. Just the normal tavern that people go to. Okay, our tavern hunter. Probably a, the uh, one that seems like it's a little bit more busy than the rest of them. It's easier to learn stuff in places like that. That's fair. Um, so that sounds to me like a society seems to be the best gauge to see like the clientele society. of said tavern. Fair. I suck at society, so here goes this. Society. <laughs> Roll. I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a good judge of character yet. <laughs> alright, alright. Normally no I would follow your lead, but... <laughs> the place uh, looks like shit. <laughs> I'm going to call Theo out here. Uh, if uh, if Silver will let me, I would also like to roll the society roll. But uh, I'm going to use one of the dice sets that uh, Theo's Christmas, thank you. So if this roll sucks, it's not <laughs> it's mine. I sent you. I sent you one set of dice. 
<laughs> this is true. And I, I got two sets for Christmas. So, <clears throat> but this one is the metal dragon dice. I yes. Think what call. Yeah. They look very cool. And that is an 18. An 18. So, um, so I would say for an 18, the role, like the one that he was kind of, the couple he was drawn to as you're heading into the city, you are like, these are not, these are not good. <laughs> I, I he was like, I'm going to go here. You. I feel comfortable here. <laughs> That's a little rougher than I'd like. I don't think anyone there has heard of the duvet. Um, and another one of the ones that he was looking at was uh, you caught the sight that it is uh, 110% of ruffle. So there's that. Uh, and that one, I'm pretty sure there's naked ladies in. He doesn't change his mind on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. But like, but like a sketchy puzzle. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh. We should remember that place when we get Guy back with us. Um, so you're gonna head further into the city itself, like actually inside the the walls of the city. Yeah, I mean we're planning on staying there for a couple days while we figured out. Yeah, until we learn what's going on with Guy. All right, so I'll give Doric a choice. Okay. As you're looking, you find um, there's three taverns. That seem to be a clientele that would probably be good for information. Okay. Um, one appears to be uh, like merchants and traders and people traveling from outside the city. So that, I don't know if that's what you're necessarily looking mm -hmm. for. A second one appears to be locals of the city proper. Like we're, uh, people who are working like labor jobs around the city. So work a so work common, the common okay. game. Yeah. Gotcha. The com the commoner type tavern. Okay. Um, and then there's a third tavern that is more of that sort of commoner and laborer type, but it also seems to feature. Not necessarily a rougher crowd, but like a. Probably ones who you know they're okay getting a hand. Don't dirty work. Hand. Yeah, they're not working in you know the nice part of town. They're probably working in some of those some some of the less nice parts of the city. Mm. Okay, let's see. The the question here is, as a player, which do I want, and then which one would Doric actually want? Is the question? Yeah. Um. So I know what. I will say the the second one for that commoner uh -huh. type. Um. That also seems to be. Um, uh. Sort of like guild people are there because there you see people wearing like sort of, like, sort of like matching sort of colors or like different parts of their outfit are matching. So like they're probably part of a guild of some kind. Okay. Um. Okay, and that's what I'm, I'm. I rolled the d6 to decide because I can't make a decision. Um, 
we're going to go with that middle one. The uh, the okay. locals with uh, some potential guild member. That <clears throat> the, oh, I really think we should choose this one over there. Uh, there seem to be a good mix of locals and also merchants, uh, members of guilds and things like that. I think that could be quite beneficial to us in, in, in spending time here. All right. I still feel the brothel was a good choice, though. <laughs> I think you can go there by the hour if you really need. I mean, I nope, no, no. no. <laughs> End of sentence. <laughs> All right, uh, we gotta make sure we stay out of trouble while we're here. And you're the one that wants to go to the brothel. That's it's not illegal. Apparently, it's there. It's if it was an illegal place, it wouldn't let it be there. Which uh, brings me to an observation that Theo has just pointed out. How <laughs> did the citizens here, like just looking around, attitude and stuff, compare to uh, the folks in the last town we were in? Crap, what was it called? David Elderborough. Elderborough. Yeah. So, the people here in this city, there are, um, they are still sort of that sort of quiet, kind of that, um, a little bit more withdrawn, but you don't see the, um, the people in uniform of the, uh, um, Ordosi order as frequently. Okay. Um, so it appears to be like the actual military branches of the church are not as in like are not as in force in this city. So it's a little bit it's a little bit more relaxed, but it still is that sort of kind of dour um, where everybody kind of just everybody everybody's trying to follow everything. Like, you know, it's very orderly, very Everybody's uh, reserved of, but not beat down. Of course the yeah. church's military is not gonna be prele- like actively prevalent in the uh, capital. It'll yeah. make the people think the church is evil. Yeah. <laughs> well, I... No, you never asked anybody if they thought the church was evil. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things It's just like, you never keep that high of a military presence in your own capital. It'll 100% look like a police state. At least where people can see it. Yeah. That's that's general government right there. This is how that works. <laughs> Alright. What is the so name of this tavern? The This this tavern. I'm only asking <laughs> the name of the tavern. Like Just this one, not so the, the other ones. The this tavern. <laughs> that was actually the, the uh, one that was the brothel. No, it was not. <laughs> that seems like an upper class brothel. Yeah, true. <laughs> Velvet's expensive. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. That's oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, so this this tavern is uh, 
This tavern is the the hot and cold. Whew. Simple, straightforward. Um, and I will give you a little detail on this tavern's like its shape because it's a little bit uh, it's a bit of an odd building. So this building itself, um, the entryway is like this. Uh, it's almost like this, like an A shape, like a uh, the letter A. Um, there's a door into this like this area. You can see where there's windows, and then you don't really see any people in that area. There's like a there's basically just like a single table right there. It's just it's a very odd looking building. All right then. Yeah. Where's the bar? I'm confused. Well, we gotta go inside the building, do we not? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> this place doesn't have an outdoor bar in the far north? How absurd. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you enter into this into the building, there's the table there. And there is a there's a door. So on either side of the room, where it kind of where the slope comes down, there's a door. Um, the doors are labeled hot and cold. And cold. There's hot and cold. Are the two doors? That's that's weird. Um, the hot side is the left. The cold side is the right. I would like to touch both doors. Are they temperature labeled, or do they feel the same? Actually, they would be uh, the the hot side would be slightly warm to the touch, and the cold side would be slightly cool to the touch. Just gonna walk in the hot uh, the, side. Like, oh. So you you open the door to the hot side, and I'm gonna need a. I think I'm gonna need a fortitude from Theo because it's gonna hit him pretty fortitude? hard. Fortitude. Yes. Twelve. Okay. So it's going to hit you pretty hard. It's going to be kind. Of, it's going to be very disorienting. Um, if you've ever been somewhere that's very, very cold, and then you open a door to a sauna, dear God, oh. <laughs> is this supposed to be a tavern, not a fucking sauna? <laughs> Am I in a volcano? <laughs> I think they might have found that. But wait, there's not a volcano anywhere around here, is there? No, I don't. There's no mountains at all. I just wanted a normal tavern. So <laughs> place we can bet our horses and sleep for a couple days. <laughs> upon upon seeing Theo enter there, I'll press and open the cold side. Yeah, and it is a is a very very it, it's it's colder than it is outside. I have chosen very poorly. I apologize. <laughs> so we're either going to sweat our balls off or freeze. We might as well sleep outside. <laughs> um, this is the locals' place. <laughs> so, do these two doors inside connect? Uh, not from where you can see. No, because okay. it kind of you basically go down stairs uh, behind the doors. Yeah. I'll step back and go, Theo, this one's very cold. I don't know which one's worse to sleep in. Oh, I don't think it matters. I can only take off so much clothes. 
<laughs> I don't think it matters. Just, just go. See if they have any rooms available. That's a valid point. He'll uh, follow, follow behind Theo. I really hope it evens out at some point. <laughs> so you head, you head down to the hot side? Yeah. So it definitely is that sort of like sauna type feel to the, the temperature. It's, it's hot. It's kind of humid. Uh, you actually notice that as you get down to the actual ground level there, there is like a um, um, sort of like that large sort of uh, you can see uh, like a large sort of fenced off area that you can hear like water through. So it's like a hot springs there, like private little hot springs areas if you want to use them. That's cool. <clears throat> there is a bar counter in this side and you notice that there is a door kind of underneath where the stairs are that um, heads into what would be towards the cold side of the building. Oh, okay. So you still have access to the rest. <clears throat> uh, you'll notice also the uh, sort of that like right on menus thing that they have. Um, what's up there for like specials are all cold things. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Like cold uh, drinks and like a, you know, ice cream type stuff, like that kind of. Just gonna walk up to the bar counter. Uh, we need stable room for two horses and room and board for two people. Well, for stable room, I can recommend a stable in the city. We don't have any in our establishment. Oh, that's unfortunate. And rooms, <laughs> and rooms we do have. Okay. Can we get a room for the ponies? No, we're not getting enough horses inside the house. Uh, I, I'm not. We're not from here, so I have to ask: Do the temperatures in the rooms even out to where they're not sweating throughout the night? He'll he'll laugh <laughs> and he says, "Well, the actual rooms themselves are uh, separate from both of the tavern okay. sides." Is this some kind of geothermal anomaly? <laughs> it's um, a hot spring. Have you never seen a hot spring? <laughs> so I was going to say... I the, don't know. <laughs> yeah, so um, the one thing I'll notice about the, the white staff here is they are uh, they are those who have been touched by elemental that magics. Yeah. So like these guys, the ones on this side are like the, uh, the I believe it's the Ifrit in Pathfinder, yeah. where they are um, flame-based. Yeah, flame-touched. Yep. Man, he's just about hook. So he's like, it's, uh... Sorry, my brain just lost my train of thought. Cool thing about the elemental touch things in Pathfinder... Is that they can be any race? Does it necessarily lead it to like elf, like in D and D? Yeah, like uh, elf-like or human-like. It's yeah. anybody can be touched by it. It's a, uh, it's part of your versatile heritage. Huh. That's cool. I hadn't, I didn't see that. Alright, so 
guess we'll get our rooms. Um, we'll write a letter to Guy. Then we'll go find stables for the horses. Sounds like a plan. Where is the post office? Yes. There's got to be a postal system uh, in this town. As orderly as it is, don't <laughs> tell me there's not a postmaster here. <laughs> um, so he says, uh, if you're looking for if you're looking for the post, uh, the the stable I normally recommend is not in the right direction, but the secondary one is a uh, you'll pass the post on the way. Okay. He'll give you directions, basically just you know follow down this street and make a turn at this tavern. The work writes it down so we don't yep. get lost. I'm not That's going to work with. We'll take the rooms for three days to start with. We may need more time. Our um, friend that we are waiting on is currently in school. He's about to graduate. <laughs> do they host? Do they have a graduation party we could attend there? I'd love to see him walk across. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's how it works. I th- so this uh, this person's gonna kind of look at you and says, uh, "Do you want one room or two? Uh, if one room comes with two beds, it's fine. We're we not need a two couple. beds. <laughs> oh God, Doric, what were you told? <laughs> well, uh, our rooms do not come with double beds, so two it is. It's fine." Two rooms. So they are. They are uh, one gold a night, but since you are staying for three, I will take the third night. Uh, take the third night at half price. So five gold total for three nights for the both of us. Correct. Right. He puts the five gold on the counter. <laughs> Thank you, sugar daddy. So. Don't don't say that stuff. <laughs> Raises an eyebrow. Uh, so I'll take the I'll take the gold and uh, sl- uh, go to. Uh, he'll have to go through the door and he'll come back with two keys. And he'll point to a door over on the far uh, left of the room. So it's over through that door. Um, your keys have a have a number on them to. Go to co-assign to the room you're going to. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right, he's going to go find his room, make sure the key works, and then go back out to his horse. Dork will follow suit. So the rooms are cut into the stone. That's neat. And they're completely underground, so there's no windows. That's fine. There is like a painting up to kind of give you the impression of a window, but there's no actual window. <laughs> Some Minecraft shit right there. <laughs> I was gonna say cruise ship, but sure. <laughs> it's just this little painting on the wall, like this little outdoor scene right. in this painting. Alright, we gotta go find... We're heading... He follows the direction they were told uh, to the post. 
And the whole time, I'm apologizing to Coco. I'm sorry, they don't have a stable wheel. We're putting you up in the finest one we can find, though. You know, just making sure she knows we're doing everything we can for her. (laughs) (laughs) And that is probably the legitimate response (laughs) of Theo. I was going to say that. I was going to say another phrase. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, when they get to the post, yeah, see, to write the letter. Uh, the letter will say, uh, Guy, we have made it to Starkhold. We're staying at the hot and cold. Uh, give us an update when you know how long you're going to be. Send us a graduation invitation. Right, <laughs> <laughs> on it says. <laughs> <laughs> so please also uh, copy your note into the Discord so I can give it yeah. to uh, Jake when it's his time up. Yeah, I will put it in our chat. So you didn't see it yet. Yeah, so you write your note and then you go to the tavern. You go to the tavern, the stables. Yeah. Um, and the person there says that uh, you can rent you can rent a stable stall for as long as you're in the city. Uh, the price for the stall is five silver for each stall. Okay. Uh, is that per day or just total? Per day. Okay. Uh, we'll start with three days. So three gold total for two stalls. Excellent. Is there any special... Dietary concerns you have with your animals to make sure they get the stay they need. They've been good horses and kind of pets, Lumos on the side. Um, I think every now and then they deserve some chocolate. Dorf will pull out a pen and pad and start writing down the brushing routine (laughs) for Kanko, including directional and illustrations on how to properly care for uh, Coco and also list her preferred foods and foods he suspects may be an allergy for her. uh, I I said the chocolate thing because when I was in high school I had a friend who had a horse whose favorite like once a month treat was chocolate. Well I did roll a uh, a blind GM roll to see how much of this the uh, person is actually going to follow so uh, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you guys what it is but I will after everything's over I will say it for the listeners what the world told us <laughs> alright so if you guys could uh, block your ears oh, for a second yes okay hang on uh, just take them off your head dumbass <laughs> So, for the listeners, the role to pay attention to what he actually wrote down was an 18. So, we'll see we'll see what they think when they come back when it's more or less followed. Okay, then. 
<laughs> that was a little longer conversation than I expected with the listener. Yeah, yeah. I, had, I just I had to give him a little 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 fun tidbit there. All right. I think after after uh, um, stabling the horses, they would just. Because it's probably getting late, we'll just head back to the inn for the night. Yep. Yeah, so you'll go back to your inn. Uh, do you wish to explore the cold side of the tavern before you go to your rooms? Because you notice the doors access both sides of the tavern. Yeah, why not? Yeah, absolutely. I could go for some <laughs> hot food anyways. <laughs> yeah, so actually in the uh, cold side, it's all hot food and drinks. Nice. Um, and it is what are they called? Uh, this tab, right? This tab? Are they a tab? I'm in the right tab. Um, they are. Is that what? Those are fun. Uh, so on this side, they are. Um, I believe it's an undine. Is the term so it's the people touched by the plane of water? Oh, undying. I thought you said undying. I was like, the fuck? There's zombies here. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a undying or undying. I don't. I I I don't do good with pronunciations. I'm American and from the Midwest, so it makes it even worse. (laughs) Um, and you would have saw when you were in your uh, the back part where the rooms are. They're uh, O-Reds. Um, the ones touched by Earth are like the staff in that part of the tower. Yeah, that's pretty neat. So it's like three of the elemental people are represented in this tavern. We don't talk about the air people. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a name? <laughs> Yeah, so that's where we will uh, we'll end it there as you head into the tavern to shut down after uh, getting to the city, kind of getting your gears sort of established and getting a letter off to uh, Guy and all that fun stuff. I feel like we did a lot this time of this episode. And I hope you do too, listen. I hope that you appreciate the love and care that we put into every episode that we uh, Actually, we're just here. Oh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> we uh, we hope you are enjoying it. Uh, if you are giving us that rating and review, give us five stars. Uh, you know, if you think we deserve it, if not, uh, give us a fair score. We, but let us know why, you know. Uh, we'd love to continue to grow and improve as we go. So, thanks. And you can always join us on Discord or any of our social medias. There is a link to the Discord at the end of every episode in the description. You can always just hop in, have conversations with us. One of us is always there listening. Um, And if not, if Discord's not your thing, social media, we have Facebook, Instagram, formerly Twitter. I've been scrolling that one more often lately. Uh, And every episode we release, we release a little graphic to go with it. 
And in, on each graphic, there is a uh, hidden image. If you can point it out, uh, let us know, and we'll give you a shout-out in the episode. I was really sad the hidden image on the uh, the, the Children Have Secrets one wasn't uh, wasn't a Chris Hansen, because it would be pretty <laughs> A lot of that stuff is um, copyrighted. <laughs> oh, well, I know, but... His, his face shows up in all kinds of like videos and stuff just like that sort of like that glare he has it's like just have that like faded in the background of that picture would be pretty funny because it was children's toys and police stations oh wow there's a perfect setup for it <laughs> uh, so we got socials the discord and the written view so uh, last is the theme of the week and my theme of the week, since uh, it was so rudely interrupted um, by their back and forth. Sorry. What do you think the sassy morning bartender's comeback was to the question about where is the post office? <laughs> well, I know what I think the answer is. <laughs> well, then uh, I hope you share it when the theme of the week comes up. I'm making a note. <laughs> 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 and as always, we, we love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.